One of my fondest memories of living in London was how keen they were to hire Kiwis. My girlfriend and I, we rocked up to job interviews with minimal practical skills as uni graduates uh, and not much real world experience under our belts. But they didn't care because New Zealanders had a reputation, they told us, for being hard workers. We got snapped up at every job we went for and it wasn't hard to figure out why. After a few weeks in, the work culture there at the time was so laid back, very seemingly pro-breaks and anti-too-much-hard slog. I'll never forget arriving at work one morning worried sick about how late my train had been running and racing into the office to find I was still the only person in there by 9am. By 10.30am, coats were being donned and people were heading back out the door. Where's everyone going? I naively asked. Morning tea, they replied. I couldn't believe it. Morning tea was a full half-hour break having only spent just under an hour and a half at work in the first place. Then they'd break again at lunch, an hour at the pub, no less, then a break again for afternoon tea, another half hour. Then by five, coats were back on to head home. I used to find the breaks kind of semi-pointless, given there were so many of them, so I'd often try to work through them, only to be told by colleagues that that was setting a very bad example, and bosses might get the wrong idea. In other words, take the breaks with the rest of us. But you can see how it wasn't hard to figure out why Kiwis had a work-hard reputation. And I raise this because I see now Britain's University of Cambridge is running a research project looking at the merits of a four-day week, much like you'll recall Perpetual Guardian. They did that here uh, a few years back and raved about it. The argument being it makes employees more productive. The Cambridge study also found it boosts staff happiness and reduces burnout, and that on average, businesses adopting a four-day working pattern increased their revenues by more than a third. Now, the reason they're looking at this is because they've got this enormous productivity crisis in Britain, huge productivity slump. So they've got debate raging on whether less time at work makes you more or less productive. So in this trial study, it was reported that 61 British companies adopted a four-day week for the second half of 2022, with almost 3,000 staff involved. Out of that, at least 56 businesses said they'd continue with the four-day week. 18 of them said they'd adopt the new policy permanently, and only three opted to scrap the scheme at the end of the pilot. Aside from productivity, employees reported less stress, more happiness, more time for life admin, better work-life balance, Uh, But it's about totally rethinking work culture and and how people work, you know, looking at things like reducing meeting times, looking at how technology can be used, fine-tuning the planning and so on. For many companies, of course, this is a bridge too far to have that level of upheaval, and for many it's just not practical, they couldn't do it. Um, And they'd actually argue that being flexible and being a socially conscious employer is just as advantageous. But I just wonder, as more and more companies latch on to the concept, uh, and given how well it's gone down in the UK, whether a four-day week is indeed the future. I mean, if it increases productivity and employee happiness, then surely it's a win-win.